You're listening to the Food Freedom Life Podcast. My name is Brittany Allison, and I spent six plus years stuck in diet binge cycles, hating my body, and envying others who seem to have it all because I never felt enough. What I discovered in my journey to food freedom and becoming a registered dietitian is this. You can either live your life at war with your mind or learn to work in sync with it. So if you're ready to learn how to be in tune with yourself and evolve your life, welcome to the show. Every single client that works with me wants to lose weight. This is something that is consistent across the board. Although many are pretty solid in knowing they don't want to diet anymore necessarily, they still want to lose weight. They want food freedom. They don't want to think about eating all the time or food or exercise or how their body looks and have that take up so much mental real estate, but they also want to be smaller. And if this sounds like you, this episode is for you. Today on the show, we are going to get into it and talk about weight loss and food freedom and how to navigate wanting both, because I don't think it's fair to talk about food freedom and intuitive eating without also talking about the very real desire that so many of us have when we're navigating that journey, which is weight loss or body-related goals. And how do we handle both? Should we lose the weight first, then pursue intuitive eating and healing our relationship with food? Can you lose weight and eat intuitively? Do you need to let go of wanting to lose weight if you also want food freedom and a healthy relationship with food? Those are very real questions that I know I had when I got really into healing my relationship with food. So I wanted to dive into it and share also how I personally navigated all of this. So let's talk about weight loss, let's talk about food freedom, and what happens if you find yourself in the place where you have both of these desires. You want to lose weight and have aesthetic goals, you also have this desire for a healthy relationship with food, you want to learn more about intuitive eating, to have food freedom, and to not be stuck in this never-ending roundabout cycle of binge eating and emotional overeating. Like I said before, most people have desires for both of these things that are happening at the same time. And I think it doesn't serve you to talk about food freedom and healing your relationship with food and intuitive eating without also acknowledging the very real fact that so many of you desperately want weight loss and have goals related to your body. And if we leave that out of the conversation, I think it can lead to just a lot more confusion and a lot more messiness in the journey along the way. And for me personally, it kept me in this place of almost what felt like I was stuck because having both of these goals seemed like they had opposing interests and I didn't know how to handle having both at the same time. So my journey kind of starts where I started desiring both food freedom and weight loss. When I was back in my first degree in history, I was away at school for the first time, away from home. I had that freedom and I finally felt in control of my life. I could go out, I could do what I want see whoever I want. I I couldn't have cared less about having a healthy relationship with food. That was not really in my mind at all. I definitely wanted to have balance with food, but I didn't think very deeply about what it meant to have a healthy relationship with food. I didn't even know what that looked like. I didn't really consider it at all. I knew I wanted to have a certain body, and when the binge eating started, I definitely didn't want to be binge eating, but it didn't matter in my mind, what I needed to do to achieve the body I wanted, I actually cared very little and I put very little emphasis on how my actions were negatively impacting my mindset, my mental health. I was just so focused on achieving a certain body and achieving my fitness goals. And it got to the point where all of my thoughts were about food, all of my spare time was spent planning what I was going to eat or eating or staving off hunger or exercising. It was just so time and energy consuming but I didn't care too much about what I was doing and how it was impacting my mental health because I was so fixated on achieving a certain body. And at the time, it really felt like once I achieved it, I would never let it go and then it would feel easier to maintain. But 
In reality, that could not have been further from the truth. And that's kind of when I found If It Fits Your Macros, also called flexible dieting and macro tracking. And I thought that this would solve all my problems and allow me to stay on track while eating whatever I wanted. But the reality is if you've ever done macro tracking or calorie counting or flexible dieting, you're still thinking about food and obsessing over it all the time. So often because you're counting and weighing and measuring every gram of protein, carbs, and fats that you're eating, you're prepping your food, you're putting it in Tupperware, you're making sure you know your plans with food ahead of time so you can stay on track and you hit your macros. You're not listening to your hunger, your fullness, your satiety cues at all. It didn't even matter if I was hungry or if I was full, if I had extra macros left, It felt like I needed to eat because the next day would start. And if I didn't eat all my macros for that day, then regardless of hunger and fullness, I wouldn't get them tomorrow. So I better eat it all today. And so you don't listen to your hunger or your fullness or your satiety cues. Food is not easy. It's not natural. You're listening to external cues rather than internal cues. But honestly, I didn't even know that you could even listen to internal cues and have a balanced relationship with it. I didn't know that was possible because every time I had attempted doing that or I would have done what I considered a cheat meal or a refeed meal, it would turn into a binge. It would turn into a lot of overeating and I would feel out of control. I was obsessive, that didn't feel good. And even though I still wasn't fully at this place where I could recognize I had a bad relationship with food, when I was in that season of macro tracking and flexible dieting, what I began to realize even more was how I felt like I was being robbed of life because I spent so much time thinking about meals and food and my body. So that was really the first time that I started to have this desire for both. Okay, I want to lose weight. I have these body related goals, but I also kind of want to have a better relationship with food. I don't want to ruin my life anymore. I don't want to be so obsessive with food. And I was seeing how everything I had been doing was impacting my life And I was the shell of who I used to be. I was short-tempered with my parents and my loved ones. And I so badly wanted to look a certain way. And at the same time, I didn't get why my relationship with food was so crappy. But all these girls on social media seemed to have a healthy relationship with food. I did not get it. But knowing what I know now about the fitness industry, the majority of people actually have a very unhealthy relationship with food and are struggling with binge and emotional overeating like crazy. But I didn't know that at the time. And what I also didn't really realize at the time was that so many, honestly, all of the people on social media who have a certain body are genetically born that way. That's just how they are. And even if they've had weight loss transformations, the body that they had before was likely over their set point range that their body actually wants to be at. And so when they engaged in healthier behaviors or honestly, what might not actually be healthy behaviors, we don't really know from what they share on social media, they got to a place where their body was more in line with where it actually wanted to be. But again, I did not know that at the time. And so at this time, I'm wanting to achieve a certain body and look a certain way, but I'm also so tired of all the yo-yoing and going from one extreme with food to another where I white knuckle it, I'm on my A game, and then I burn out mentally, emotionally, physically, and end up saying, screw it. I was really sick of swinging from one end of the pendulum to the other. And that brings me to that night when Adrian really gave me the wake-up call when he was really persistent about asking what was going on with me, when I had really whittled a big part of my life away that I started to realize, wow, 
I can't just be so fixated on weight loss and a body goal without also paying attention to how it's impacting my life and my relationship with food and my mental health because there's only so much discipline and willpower to go against your body's biology that you can muster up. And there's only so much white knuckling that you can do before you eventually snap and say, screw it, and spiral out of control with food. You get to the point where your mind and your body both burn out and you get to this point where you just kind of throw up your hands and you're like, I I can't do this. And then you start to spiral in a way that feels out of control. And so that's really when I had that wake up call that there has to be more to life than this. There has to be more to life than stressing about going on a vacation because I typically spiral out of control on vacation. I gain all this weight because I don't have access to my normal foods and meal prepping in the gym. Like there has to be more to life than stressing about going out with friends because I'm in the presence of so much food. This can't be it. But I still didn't feel good enough in my own body and I still had this desire for weight loss and a desire to not have this weird and challenging relationship with food. And so this was when I realized that maybe the goals that I had for my life were a little more multidimensional than just weight loss and just not binge eating or emotional overeating. And this is the very first point I want to make. And I think that this is so important. What I didn't realize at the time that hit me so hard in that moment that I had lost weight and I still didn't feel fully satisfied. My body was so different from when I started my journey, but it never felt like enough. It was never enough. So maybe there was more that I was looking for and wanting besides just weight loss and besides just having my body look a certain way. Because in a lot of ways, I had gotten to that place and I felt empty. I didn't feel as confident as I wanted to. I still didn't feel like I achieved enough. And so this was, I think, the very first time where I started to consider that I didn't just want to lose weight. I also wanted food freedom. But beyond that, I wanted to feel something. I wanted to feel a life of purpose. I wanted to feel meaningful. I wanted to have this really amazing social life and friends. I also wanted to have space to have intimacy and feel confident. I had career goals and financial goals. I wanted to eventually, you know, buy a house and start a family. I all, I had all these different goals and I wanted to spend time with my family. I wanted to create really amazing memories with my partner and I wanted to travel and see things. I wanted to have hobbies and that all needed time and energy. There were different aspects of what made me, me. And what I started to realize was that if I didn't have a broader perspective on my life, the weight loss goals, the aesthetic goals became so all consuming. And I, I wish that somebody would have shared that with me when I was going through that season. But essentially, if you kind of visualize it, it's this pie chart of who you are. And so when you think about your life and you think about the perspective that you have on yourself, we only have so much mental energy each and every day to give to the variety of things that we have going on. And what I was realizing was that my self-perception and the mental energy that I gave each day, like if I were to put weight loss goals into this pie chart of life, it was a massive slice of the pie. A lot of my mental energy was going towards fitness and weight loss goals and honestly, also the desire not to binge. It was occupying a lot of my mind. And so a lot of who I felt like I was at the time was wrapped around that because I felt like I wasn't more than my body. And so this was the first time in my journey where I started to consider maybe, maybe that piece of the pie is allowed to be there, but it's way too big. It's occupying too much mental energy and I'm not seeing the entire picture. 
And so when you think about the pie chart of who you are in your life, think about all the different hobbies that you have, all the different goals or desires that you have. How do you want to feel in your life? What do you want your life to look like? Where do you want to live? What do you want to do? What experiences do you want to have? And how do those fit into that pie chart of what makes you, you? And maybe it's all allowed to be there. Maybe the weight loss or aesthetic goals are allowed to be a part of that pie, but maybe right now they're taking up way too much of that pie chart. And for me, I realized that was happening. And when I had that wake up call, I knew that if I didn't start intentionally focusing on these other aspects of my life, they're not going to move forward. The needle is not going to move forward, not only in my relationship, but also in my desire to pursue a certain career or create really amazing friendships. If I don't give it any time and energy, I'm not going to move forward in repairing relationships with my family if I don't give it any energy or space because so much of my mind is consumed with weight loss. And what I realized what was fueling this obsession was what I was consuming in so many ways. The social media accounts that I was following, they were contributing to this obsession. And so when I started to recognize, wait a second, I have other goals in life and other wants, and I realized I needed to dedicate my time and energy to those things. What I did was diversify my social media feed and diversified what I talked about with other people, what I watched, what I consumed to give energy and time to each of those things that I was saying were important, but I actually wasn't just giving any energy or time to. And the question comes up a lot when you're in this journey of healing your relationship with food. I hear this question all the time. It's, do I need to let go of wanting to lose weight? And if I wanted food freedom for me, I was terrified. And that's what kept me in this place of feeling frozen, not wanting to take action to fully dive into intuitive eating and how it worked because I was so afraid that it went against this desire I had for weight loss. But my answer to this question, do I need to let go of wanting to lose weight if I want food freedom, is what if instead of asking that question, we shifted our perspective and said, what else am I not focusing on in my life that needs time energy and space because so much of my mind is being consumed with this desire to lose weight. And that doesn't mean that it can't have a sliver of this pie, right? So if you have a journal or a piece of paper, I want you to draw a circle and start dividing that circle into different slices of a pie in terms of what your hobbies are, what your career goals are, what experiences you want to have, or what your personality is like, what emotions and what things you want to feel in this life. Start writing out what's important to you. Who do you want to spend time with? All of those things, put them in the pie chart and all of your goals, all of your intentions for the various areas of your life, all of the things that you don't want to forget to give energy to and time. Look at that pie chart and go, maybe I'm giving way too much energy to weight loss and how my body looks. Maybe my mind is becoming consumed with that because of what I'm consuming on social media and this pressure from society and from diet culture. And so instead of saying, I have to let go of it, I have to erase this piece of the pie, I have to remove that from my pie chart, maybe we can include it, but maybe we can shrink the size of it and shrink the size of that slice of the pie so that we have energy and mental energy to give to these other things that are important. And I think what happens is when we begin to put our life into a bigger picture perspective and see all the different categories, like maybe you have kids that you want to give energy to and you want to show up for, or you have a partner you want to show up more fully for, or you just want to participate more in life and do more things and say yes more. When we have perspective, I think it becomes really encouraging and really life-giving. 
and were able to put things in their appropriate places and pursue things and not feel so defeated. Because if one slice of our pie is all consuming and we don't feel like we're succeeding in that, it takes up so much time and energy. So maybe instead of asking, do I need to let go of wanting to lose weight? Maybe you just need to put it in the appropriate perspective in terms of everything that's important in your life. Because if it's taking over so much time and energy that you're short-tempered with your family or you're not allowing yourself to experience certain things, you're saying no more than you'd like, or you're not able to be present in certain moments because you're feeling insecure in your body or it's keeping you from taking action in other areas of your life, it needs to get into the appropriate place in your mind and in your heart. And even now for me, I mean, I I have certain desires with my body. I would like to build my upper body strength again, and I would like to build back some muscle that I used to have. And I would like to understand more about skincare and skin treatments to help support my skin as it starts to get older. I have these desires, but they are in the appropriate place mentally in my mind. They're not all consuming. They don't make me feel defeated or insecure when I haven't achieved those things because I've been able to broaden my perspective around what matters in my life and keep a wider perspective of what it is that my soul is wanting me to pay attention to. So when this thought of do I need to let go of wanting to lose weight comes up and it feels really scary to think of that, for me, what I did was I said, you know, I need to put all these other aspects of my life and what makes me me into the forefront and what actually brings me purpose and meaning and fulfillment, I need to bring those into the frame, into the picture in my mind so that I can feel like I'm not being a tunnel vision focused on something that I'm going to wake up a week from now, a year from now, two years from now and go, wow, I didn't pay attention to the things that were really important like my relationships or my finances or developing my career or my family. I want to make sure that I'm paying attention to the bigger picture. And so when you're getting wrapped up in negative body image, think about it just as body obsession and food obsession, because the reality is, it's just that so much of your mental energy and your time and your soul is going into thinking about it. That piece of your mental pie of your self-perception has gotten way too big. And that's what leads to negative body image, right? If I have a desire to look a certain way, but that way I look is just 1% of my whole 100% pie chart, if 1% doesn't feel good, do I go down? Do I drown in insecurity? No, I'm able to focus on other things and have a bigger picture perspective. And that's what I lacked for so long because the places that I was plugged into in the fitness and the social media that I was looking at just continued to perpetuate this weight loss and food and aesthetic focused life. So Moving on to the next question of should I lose weight first and then pursue intuitive eating and healing my relationship with food? My answer to that question is absolutely not. And here's why. Whatever you do to lose the weight, you might convince yourself that once you've gotten there, you'll have developed this discipline and balance with food that allows you to maintain this body that you've landed at. But the reality is, The strategies that you use to pursue this weight loss are going to be unsustainable and they won't focus on behavior change and health promoting behaviors. And as a result, you're going to rebound. And if you've ever lost weight and then rebounded and gained it back, you will know that if what you're doing does not feel sustainable over the long term, if you can't see yourself doing it for the rest of your life, or it's not a multidimensional approach that focuses on healing a dysfunctional relationship with food, it's not going to work. Otherwise, you'd be able to do this and maintain it and sustain it already. You're going to experience rebounding. And so should you wait? 
Absolutely not. Should you pursue weight loss first, then intuitive eating? My answer is a hard no. When I was in my phase of if it fits your macros and macro tracking and flexible dieting, it kept me from being able to listen to my body and learn how to understand my hunger, my fullness, my satiety. Learning intuitive eating and healing your relationship with food will allow you to pursue healing your relationship with your body, and it will ultimately allow you to pursue fitness and other goals from a fundamentally different mindset. And developing that mindset and developing that perspective and understanding the skills that you're lacking in order to have a healthy relationship with food, that should never wait. Understanding those skills should never wait. Because you're really just delaying the process by this mindset of losing weight first, then pursuing it. The reality is weight rebounding, weight cycling is far more damaging for our bodies than being at a certain weight, even if you feel it's higher than you should be. Dieting and weight loss, they do not equal health. Weight does not equal health. And if we can focus on healing and health instead of weight loss, if we can kind of broaden our perspective and instead focusing on health promoting behaviors like movement, getting enough water and sleep and managing stress instead of what do I need to cut out of my life to make myself smaller? Focus on what you can add in. What health promoting behaviors can you bring in? Again, like getting enough sleep, maybe getting outside every day, getting enough hydration, focusing on adding in vitamins and minerals by eating fruits and vegetables. Thinking about things from a different lens can just produce so much more gentleness and ease in our bodies and in our minds because because we're actually focusing on supporting our health instead of becoming obsessive with one measure that has nothing to do with health, which is weight. And when we focus on trying to lose the weight first before pursuing or healing our relationship with food, we're not really creating any semblance of long-term success because again, if what we're doing is unhealthy or what if what we're doing is unsustainable, we're just delaying the inevitable. Whether that's weight rebounding or weight cycling, we are delaying the inevitable. So you might as well start focusing on what's actually going to create long-term sustainable behavior change, which is focusing on health-promoting behaviors and broadening our perspective and healing our relationships with food. And as a result, I mean, our, our bodies, they do begin to find their natural set point range where it feels and functions its best. And in that process, there is learning to find peace with your body's natural set point weight too. And sometimes our weight loss goals are also unrealistic. And this is hard, especially if your body is larger than what society says your body should be. But body diversity is real and it's a beautiful thing. Not all of our bodies are meant to look like what people on TV or in the movies or on social media look like. That's not where everybody's bodies function and feel their best. And I know for me, I had this specific number and this specific look in my head for so many years that I thought that I would feel best at and where I would be healthiest at and where I would be the most confident at. Now that I'm living in this place of food freedom and I have this ease and this effortlessness around food, there's no way my body would ever be at that weight and feel and function healthfully or be mentally healthy either. And another negative to pursuing weight loss before intuitive eating is that when we go on these restrictive diets, it increases our stress levels, it further dysregulates our nervous system, which leads to more impulsiveness with food. Restrictive dieting also slows down our metabolism and as a result can increase our body's natural set point weight where it feels and functions best at. And so dieting just kind of wreaks havoc on our bodies and pursuing weight loss from this restrictive place really creates a lot of health challenges, both mentally and physically. And we've seen so much from research in the field of intuitive eating that success rates are so low when it comes to dieting and its results over the long term. So even if you're able to lose weight in the short term, 
what we see is that diets fail 95% of the time in the long term. They don't create sustainable results. So it's like, why wait if we know that it doesn't work long term? Why don't we start pursuing what a long term solution is to taking care of ourselves, which is healing our relationship with food and our bodies and being able to understand how to pursue fitness from a fundamentally different place? Some people lose weight while intuitively eating. Some people do because maybe their natural set point weight is lower than where their body's currently at. Some people will gain weight in the process. Most people's weight tends to fluctuate as they're learning the skills of intuitive eating. But that's not to say that you can't pursue fitness and health. But I think focusing on a weight loss number or a certain look is really harmful and honestly toxic. And so when we go through this process of learning intuitive eating and learning how to heal our relationship with food, if we can instead shift our focus to pursuing behavior-based goals, for example, what are my athletic outcomes that I'd like to see? And if there are any aesthetic goals, can we maybe put them on pause for now, but eventually look at them differently than just weight specifically? Like, for example, if I really want to develop my glutes, can I pursue a movement style or an exercise style that allows that to happen rather than focusing on a number on the scale? And when it comes to nutrition, you don't want to be neurotic with food. You don't want to live counting calories and counting macros, counting points, living by portion sizes, whatever it is. Instead, you want to have this abundance mindset where you're adding in vitamins and minerals through fruits and vegetables and you're getting protein and you're paying attention to supporting your health and your body, but it's not this obsessive way of doing things. And so trying to lose weight with intuitive eating, in a lot of ways, it's not intuitive. The goal with intuitive eating is all about having an easier relationship with food, gaining back mental real estate and energy, broadening the perspective of what we're focusing on, being able to pursue our goals and long-term outcomes. Instead of being in this weight cycling place, this goal with intuitive eating is about getting our life back, getting time back, reducing stress levels, finding more fulfillment, finding more purpose, finding more meaning, having more energy to do other things, pulling ourselves out of this obsessive focus on picking apart our body, finding true confidence and being able to feel good in our skin by having a broader perspective of how to do that by paying attention to the variety of things that make us us and not getting so so sucked into this all-consuming pursuit of having the scale hit a certain number or having the specific look that once we find that we think it's going to solve our insecurities or body image problems it doesn't i've been there and it doesn't if we don't do the inner work so just to kind of sum everything up i think that you don't have to fear that you have to let go of your weight loss desires, but what needs to be recognized and what I wish I recognized was that there needs to be a broadening of perspective. And there are skills that perhaps you're missing that are keeping you from being able to pursue long-term outcomes and have long-term success. And when it comes to the whole weight loss thing, can you lose weight? I mean, the idea is freedom, right? We don't want to be trapped in diet culture and insecurity and thinking that the way to body confidence is via focusing on weight loss. Because when has that truly worked for you in the past? So maybe right now you need to take that bigger perspective, make weight loss a smaller part of your vision, and honestly take a break from it so you can heal because you've been focusing on it for so long. And that's what my point is. And that's what I wish somebody would have maybe lovingly came into my life and said when I was so deep in it. So with all that said, I hope these tips and these thoughts were helpful in one way or another, and I would be honored to support you and guide you through my food freedom coaching program into the journey of intuitive eating and healing your relationship with food and your body. 
If you're interested, the link will be in the show notes to book a free call with me, and you can check out all the details at brittanyallisonrd.com coaching. Thank you so, so much for tuning into the show. And if you have a second to rate and review the podcast, I read every single review. It means the world to me and it can help me get discovered. So thank you so much for participating and spreading the message of food freedom because the world really does need this. So thank you for being a part of this episode and for tuning in. I will see you next week. Bye for now. Bye.